0: You're listening to SBS News.
1: Millions of adults will soon be eligible for a fifth dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. All those aged 18 and over who haven't been infected with COVID-19 or had a vaccine dose in the last six months will be eligible for a booster from February twenty. The Immunisation Advisory Group, ATAGI, have ruled children or healthy teenagers will not require the additional vaccine dose unless they have health conditions that place them at risk of severe illness. Health Minister Mark Butler said there are currently around 14 million Australians who have gone more than six months since their last vaccine dose. He's encouraging all eligible Australian adults to book an appointment, particularly following the latest wave of the virus which has persisted in the country since October last year.
0: It is my intention to make sure that we learn the lessons of the past few months Uh, and constantly make sure that the response that all governments, including the Commonwealth, put in place to deal with what inevitably will be the next phase or the next wave of COVID sometime over the course of 2023 uh, is uh, aligned with the best understanding and the best evidence about the way in which we can protect Australians from the impact of this virus.
1: Around 2,600 people have died from COVID-19 since October, including more than 800 residents in aged care facilities, Minister Butler said. Around 3 to 4 million Australians were infected, but health experts say we are now approaching the end of the wave. Case numbers, hospitalisations and ICU admissions have reduced substantially, the Minister said. While it's recommended that those aged 65 and over or those 18 to 64-year-olds with severe health conditions receive an additional dose, Atagi says those adults under 65 who are generally healthy are only advised to consider a booster. Professor Julie Leask from the University of Sydney's School of Nursing and Midwifery is an immunisation and public health expert. She says the additional dose is not essential for healthy adults under 65 years old who already have significant immunity from existing doses or a previous COVID-19 infection.
2: The booster gives you a bit of a top-up against getting COVID itself for about a month. And the protection against um, severe disease is many months longer. So the biggest benefit from getting a booster is to reduce your risk of getting severe disease. Now, younger people are less at risk of getting severe disease and going to hospital with COVID to begin with. And that's why I think that the focus has been on um, people in the 18 to 64-year-old age group um, should get it if they have what's called a medical comorbidity, which is where you have another illness or disease that means that you're more at risk of getting really sick from COVID.
1: However, CEO of the Aged Care and Community Providers, Tom Simonson, insists vaccination is one of the best ways to protect vulnerable people. He says now that there are less enforced rules around protection against COVID-19, governments and communities must encourage social responsibility.
0: The, The other thing is making sure that we don't get complacent. Just because there is a fifth dose doesn't mean that this is fully protecting everybody from COVID. We already know that you can still catch it. Suffer and pass it on, even if you are up to date on your vaccination. So we also need to not get complacent about the level of protection we have from vaccination.
1: The health department are communicating with aged care and disability care providers to ensure arrangements are in place for the safe and effective administration of a fifth COVID-19 dose. Minister Butler said there will be additional incentives for administration of the vaccine to vulnerable groups.
0: Uh, I want to uh, announce that there will be a new incentive payment for general practices and community pharmacies uh, to visit local aged care facilities and residential disability facilities as well to provide this latest phase of the COVID vaccine program. This new incentive payment will be much simpler and it will be about double the amount uh, of the payment that has previously been available to uh, those providers for visiting the aged care and residential disability centres.
1: Mr Butler also announced 10 million additional Omicron-specific Pfizer vaccines will land in Australia over the next couple of weeks and will be available from early March. Eligible Australian adults are being advised to book an appointment with their GP or visit a pharmacy to receive their boost in two weeks' time. While more than 70% of adults aged 65 to 80 have received a fourth dose, this sits at just under 19% for 30 to 49-year-olds. Professor Leask says community campaigns are vital, as there is some fatigue around government messaging throughout the pandemic.
2: We've had our big campaigns about vaccination from the government of the, particularly in 2021. And I think a lot of the community are a bit switched off. But if you have a message coming from a, a, a family member, community member that you trust, someone in your network who you look up to, then that's going to make a difference. And And so, you know, those people going out and being advocates for vaccination in a careful, balanced, and well informed way is going to be the best kind of campaign you can have right now.
1: Regina Torres-Kiazon is the National Programme Manager of the Health in My Language project run by the Multicultural Centre for Women's Health. She says engagement with multicultural communities since the start of the pandemic has shown there is vaccine hesitancy among migrant and refugee communities. Vaccination rates are around 3% lower for those who speak a language other than English at home than for the general population. That's according to the latest Australian Bureau of Statistics data. Those born overseas had an age-standardised death rate almost two times higher than that of people born in Australia, and this was around four times higher for those born in the Middle East. Ms Torres-Kiazon believes culturally safe practices, such as the Health in My Language program, which trains bilingual health educators to provide in-language information on COVID-19, is vital to closing this gap.
2: What work really is that community level engagement um, and having someone who is able to speak your language or who understands um, your particular culture in in terms of, um, you know, your migration experience. The health education program that we run is an outreach model, so it allows people to, you know, choose a venue that that feels safe and accessible to them. It's also about, you know, establishing the the trust um, of communities.
1: Commonwealth funding for the program, which has provided services to 10,000 people, has been extended until June this year. There has been international debate over the appropriate timeframe of vaccine boosters to protect against COVID-19. Chief Medical Officer Paul Kelly said Australia's vaccination pathway would adjust to its environment.
0: I think it's fair to say we're moving to a different um, stance now based on the advice that we have at the moment. And the ATAGI advice is very different uh, from previous in terms of that six-month period. Uh, what the future will hold, and this actually, when you read the full advice which is uh, now released publicly, uh, you'll see that um, we're not going to predict the future. Um, but it, it's, it's true to say that internationally that, that is the discussion is about looking, looking at a time period, but that time period, uh, optimum time period is not yet settled.
1: Katrina Stewart, SBS News.